Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as yours, This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just shut down. Like, you're... You're so funny all the time, and like you're like, pull my, pull my finger. That's <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the best, best I can come best up you with. Can do. <laughs> Welcome to the Fish Nerds. It's a celebration of fish, fishing, and eating fish. That's always interesting, usually funny, and mostly true. I'm Joshua Jarvis of the North American Native Fish Association, and here are the nerds. Inconceivable! I'm Clay, and I'm Lindsay. I'm Lindsay, MainTunaFishing.com. Captain Sean, MainTunaFishing.com. Yeah, and, and you guys, we're on top of a mountain, and which I think is really funny because we do an audio show. So no one could see I the walked yeah. the whole way. Okay. Yeah. And, and we should say it's like 10 degrees out. Windy, you see you hear wind blowing around. Captain Sean's wearing shorts and flip-flops. I offered him my pants. He said no. no. <laughs> Keep so, your pants on, Clay. Yeah. <laughs> Please. So, but we're out on Cathedral Ledge. Uh, we're hanging out here with uh, Damon Steer from the Conway Sun. Damon's been fishing with us. He's never caught a fish. Oh no! Yeah, well, I that's because he needs to I go have with me. My life. It's just yeah, we should change that. Yeah, we need we to go with come me. Out of the boat. Take him on the boat this summer. You know, it'll be great. Uh, but we're overlooking uh, Echo Lake, which uh, is beautiful. It is pretty. It is cold up here. So there's much there. water in the lake, huh? And the reason the reason that Captain Sean and Lindsay came up today is we're doing this joint venture, trying to raise money for the uh, for the National Breast Cancer Foundation, uh, and so we're gonna go pink for the entire month of October on the Fish Nerds page and try to get everyone to put some money in the pot and get some real money together to help fund what the National Breast Cancer Foundation does. And I, I know one of the things they do is they pay for mammograms. About $100 per mammogram. So every time we get to 100 bucks, that could be one more person that gets found, uh, gets the, her cancer discovered early enough to get a cure and get healthy. But just tell us your story. We started Fish Nerds and we just kind of it all started off with a friendship and involved both businesses together, you know, helping to promote each other. Flooded into a brimming, blooming bromance? It's not a bromance. Ooh. Only a bromance if his breast smells like mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've, only met, we've only kissed once. Only once. Only once. Only once. Um, we're here today because we're going to work together to promote breast cancer awareness for October. And as soon as you stick a mic in my face, I can't say a damn thing. <laughs> and so, so you're a, a, a tuna guide out of Saco? I am a fishing guide out of Saco. Um, we do specialize in big game fish. We fish bluefin tuna, um, primarily only giant bluefin tuna, sharks, cod, haddock, striped bass. We even took Clay's kids fishing once, and they actually lived through the experience. Nice. And, and so, just tell us how big the biggest tuna you got. 980. 920 inches. Wow. And so, whereabouts do you go? It's Where are the fish? Yeah. In the ocean, but, but um, I, you just, like, you launch out of Saco and go 20 miles out? From... 
Um, it depends on how far right. the fish are, you know. Um, my boat, personally, we don't go much more than 50 miles offshore. Yeah. Um, I run other boats for other clients, um, bigger boats. We run George's Bank um, as far as 200 miles, you know, from where we launch the boat, you know, roughly 100 miles offshore is what as far as we go. And, and do you live in Saco? I do. Well, no, I live in Kennebunk. Kennebunk. And I think Clay indicated that you grew up locally? Uh, actually, I was born in Bridgeton. Born in Bridgeton, okay. Um, my family is all around the Conway area. My uncle's a painter in town. Um, my grandfather was a painter in town. Uh, I grew up running around Hurricane Mountain Road. Grandparents had a house on Hurricane Mountain Road. Well, who are your grandparents? Uh, they're, this, they're past now, but uh, Clarence and Rita Tibbetts. Right. Yeah, I just want to you know, have the local connection so it's like, oh, I know that family or whatever. <laughs> yep. And uh, you said your uncles are still around? Uh, my uh, uncle Ricky Tibbetts still paints in town. Um, everybody else is pretty much spread around. Yeah, the whole Tibbetts clan is from this area. Oh, okay. And then, um, so why breast cancer? Like, uh, Lindsay is my first mate, and she was diagnosed with breast cancer three years ago? Two years ago. Three. Three years ago. Um, we were actually fishing a tournament when we found out, and we've pretty much been... You brought a doctor fishing? <laughs> You got a call or something, right? Uh, No, we were booked for a tournament. Um, I think we found out the day before or something. Yeah, we were at the veterans tournament. Yeah, we were at the veterans tournament. Oh, Lindsay, do you want to be a part of this story? Sure. And and Lindsay, how do I spell your name? Uh, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. And your last name? Withers, W-I-T-H-E-R-S. And where are you from? I'm from Rehoboth, Massachusetts. Okay, and, and um, obviously you're his first mate? Yes, first mate, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, uh, you're, what was it like to be diagnosed? Was it scary? Or? Um, well, I was 27, yeah. and um, I'm a paramedic by trade, so there was nothing wrong with me. It was, you know, I'm stubborn. Um, it was scary, and it sucked, to be honest. Um but positivity was key for me, you know. Um, I had a really good support system. Sean, my family, friends, you know, co-workers, the whole nine. Um, everybody was there for me, and they helped me get through it. And so, do, you, do you have any ties to this area like Sean? Um, Sean is my tie to the area. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, how old are you now? I'm so 30. At the time. So it's yeah. just only three years ago. Yes. And so how, how did that... Are you in remission at this point? Are you um, technically? Good? Yeah, um, I got lucky and I only needed surgery, and I mean preventative meds for the next few years. But I got really lucky. So. And so, what's your goal with hooking up with Clay here for this month to raise money? Like, maybe can you just explain why people ought to give money to this cause? Well, the National Breast Cancer Foundation main goal is to help women now unlike a lot of other charities you know they they'll help them but it's further down the line after everybody else makes their penny first um national breast cancer foundation they're going to help you right now they're going to put money into research they're going to help women get the testing that they need to get done if they can't afford it um you know all sorts of things and 
if it wasn't for research, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Um, you know, I do every research project I can through Dana-Farber, um, but it's just very near and dear to me. So, and it's great to have friends like Clay um, that'll help us, you know, do fundraisers to. Alright, very cool. Thank you so much. Okay. I'm gonna get a picture yeah. of all three of you doing whatever you do. Do yeah. what we do. Doing do yeah. what we do. Um, don't make us sad. No, it's right. it's actually a good story, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> as good as cancer can be, I guess. I was 27 when I was diagnosed. Which is way um, young, right? Wicked young. Do, do you yeah. know what the recommended age for getting screened for breast cancer? 40. 40, right. And so you, 40. So you got it way early. If you didn't get found out at that age, you I found trouble. it. You found it. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, just showering. Felt like a golf ball in my armpit. Not even... Not even so much a lump per se. Right. Um, and I am stubborn, so I didn't think much of it. And then I made the mistake of telling my mom. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of escalated, and I had to go get checked out. Well, it turns out that wasn't a mistake. It was it? not a mistake. Yeah. So yeah. Mom, right? um, yeah. So I went right to Dana Farber. Um, I had a wonderful team. My surgeons were out of Brigham. Um, I had a really good support system. I got lucky. They were able to do surgery. I didn't need chemo or radiation. <laughs> but I mean, I'm lucky in the sense that I didn't have to go through what half of the, the poor women that do have it have to go through. And that's, that's why I am so supportive of the National Breast Cancer Foundation, because they do do such strong work in making sure that these women get the care that they need. For the, for the whole month of October, we're going to get together and do some fundraising, and we're trying to put together some prize packages. They're still growing. They are growing so, by the day. By the day. So currently, let's kind of go over what you can win. If you go to the Fish Nerds page, and I'll be shared on the Maytuna Fishing page on Facebook as well, there'll be an event page there with all the information you need to get to the contest. You click through to the National Breast Cancer Foundation's website, make a donation. If you do that, your name goes in a hat, and we're going to do a drawing, several drawings throughout the month, to give away prizes. So far, here's what I know we have. We have four FN pink hats. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm wearing one. This one's not to be given away. This is mine. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we have four more to give away. Uh, did, I, did you say Line Cutters is giving us some? Yeah. Money? So uh, Vance from Line Cutters, he's going to be sending us up some pink Line Cutters swag, right. uh, rings, hats, whatever it may be. Right. And Line Cutters is that new, innovative. Uh, yeah. yeah he's been around for about lines. a year and a half. They're got blowing my, up, aren't got they? Got my bling on. Yeah. yeah. Um, We're going to have Vance on later this month, I think, right? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He's he's a great guy. Um so he'll be sending some stuff up. Good, and uh, we're giving away a, a, a guided ice fishing trip. That'll be fun. So be, um, with me. <laughs> You'll be the Sherpa. I'll be the Sherpa, the one who drills the holes and, <laughs> and turns the heat on and drives you around a snowmobile. Good. So you can get a trip with me. And anything else we're throwing in the pot right now that we know of? Uh, we got the sweatshirts. We got some hoodies. Two, two hoodies. Excellent. Yep. Um, the Fish Nerds limited edition breast cancer you get a picture of them somewhere. Somewhere they'll get out there. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be great. And then I think more people are going to throw stuff in the pile and thicken up this prize package. And then the, so. the most recent one is um, Finn's braid. Oh, some pink line. Yeah. So they're going to be sending up a spool of 65 pound braid as well as some decals. Excellent. Um, pink Fishing. That's uh, one of my other organizations. They're sending in some decals and some brochures as well so we can toss them in. Excellent. We'll, we'll keep adding to the yeah. pile. If you donate early and win a prize early, your name goes back in the hat. You can still keep winning. So get it, get your stuff in. And I'm offering free mammograms. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. no, you are not. Uh, we're going to work together on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll try and do our part. I love that. Uh, so, so the prize will be added throughout the month. The other way to get a prize is the fish nerds don't earn much money. 
but we're going to give half of what we earn for the month of October through our Patreon campaign. So the money we get, the only money we ever have, we don't sponsorship. <laughs> we're going to give half of it to the Cancer Foundation. Uh, and if anyone makes a donation through Patreon to the Fish Nerds and wants to support our show, 100% of new donations for the month of October, every dollar goes to the National Breast Cancer Foundation for the month of October. And then after that, we get the money after. So uh, it's, be awesome. it's a cheap ploy to get more Good. people to follow us on Patreon, <laughs> but we, we, we need the support. But we also want to give back a little bit. And since it seems to make sense to us and we like awesome. pink, uh, it's totally totally good so that's let's sit to the bottom we all like boobs hey, you know what it's, it's, that's what it's all it's about true. really I it's mean, true yeah make the world go around captain shot one thing i know about you is everything makes you crazy Crazy. Crazy, yeah. It's sort of fishing with you, I think the entire day you would get on a topic and just be on a rant. But you're, what, when you're fishing with, with like greenhorns or flatlanders or people who don't know what they're doing, what's the, what's the one thing that makes you most crazy? Uh, I especially enjoy the clients that know more about fishing than I do. Uh, how many of them are they? Thankfully, not a whole lot. <laughs> Can you give us an example? <laughs> For instance, bass fishing in Maine. Mm -hmm. uh, Striped bass fishing yeah. in Maine is 100% different than striped bass fishing on the Cape. Why is that? The fish feed differently, they behave differently, they're on different species of feed. Um, primarily, the guys down the Cape are vertical jigging deep um, for striped bass. We fish in three feet of water or less the majority of the time. You Doesn't know, your boat draw three feet? Three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're primarily casting live baits or chunking in shallow water. And occasionally we'll have a client that pretty much demands we go fish in 80 feet of water and wants to know why we don't catch anything. So he, he makes a demand and then you go, okay. They, you go out there, they don't catch fish and then... And then we usually after an hour of doing it their way and catching nothing we go back to doing it my way and catch a few fish and so is your advice to people who hire a guide to trust the guide is that what you're saying well you are paying someone to be a professional and know how to catch fish you might want to take their advice it's getting windy here. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to okay good um Lindsay, so do you do you do um your own Lindsay Fishes? Yeah, Facebook I have my own stuff, page. Right? Yep. And what is that about? Um, it's just kind of where I keep everybody in the loop as to what's going on in my fishing life. Um, what is your fishing life? My fishing life is I kind of just fish when I want. <laughs> I travel, <laughs> um, you know, Florida for peacock bass and such. Yeah, that's where I first saw you. I I met you online independent of Captain Sean. Yes. And I saw you from. With peacock bass in Florida. Yep. And I think I liked your page way back then. Then I met Captain Sean, and then now you guys are both in front of me. Small is, world. Which is bizarre. The fishing world is small. And it, it is. You gotta be careful because mm -hmm. it's a it's a very I'm learning now. I'm a guide. Uh, yeah. People who have talked to me before, some people aren't talking to me. They won't even they acknowledge know? your existence. Yeah. 
Because they feel like you're giving away their spots, I bet you. I, well, I would. Uh, that's the problem. <laughs> they're, they're, I have such a different attitude than a lot of people about fishing, and people have emailed me, Clay, where can I catch Well, and we can, go, Clay, we can I'm go back to that. You and I share the same... Look, I take people on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I just bought a boat. Even worse, I've had a boat for three or four years and can't catch a fish. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no problem with it. Look, I'm... I'm not doing anything differently than the guy next to me is doing, just like you're not doing anything differently than that other guy's doing. It's all about showing people how to do it. Right. You know, so I get the client once instead of 10 times. It's still that client is a happy client who's going to tell everybody else what a great time he had and all the advice that was passed on. And hey, if he doesn't come back, good. At least I taught him how to do it right. Fish in the in news. The news. Yeah. Who are you reading it? You or me? I'm gonna read it. You just jump in with your opinion. Oh no, my opinion. Yeah. So this is from. <laughs> okay. This is from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Catfish oh, fall from the sky. Hits woman on the street. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a true story. This is really true. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, falling catfish weren't generally considered to be one of the hazards in life in Philadelphia until now. Lisa Lowbury tells the Philadelphia Inquirer that she was walking near the city's art museum on the morning of Labor Day when she heard a rustling in the trees above her and was suddenly slammed in the face with what turned out to be a five-pound catfish. <sighs> By the way, five-pound catfish? That's a big catfish. That's a nice that hurt. For here. For, yeah, for here. In the south, it's, you know. Yeah, that's bait. That's bait. That's true. But five-pound catfish. Witnesses saw a bird, possibly a hawk or an eagle, flying away. Uh, the bird had apparently dropped the, the, the foot-long fish, which fell more than 50 feet through the tree branches before hitting Lowbury, who was left with a cut on her face. From a catfish. From a catfish. Well, they she must have had soft skin. Yeah, they have the sharp fins. She's feminine. Her That's name's Lowbury. Have you guys been to Philadelphia? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm picturing her running up the steps of the art museum. It would rock Catfish the fish. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, here's a quote. I think it might have been head, face, neck because I smelled so bad afterwards. I smelled disgusting. Lovely child, CBS Billy. So, it smelled bad. Speaking of smelling disgusting, yeah. put my finger, Clay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, it must have been dead up there for a while. It must have been dead for a while. I'm, I'm so it probably wasn't caught fresh by anybody. Mm. Plus, catfish, not. Yeah. Confidence, right? yeah. Yeah, that's not really yeah. a phenomenon. Now, I'm not going to read the rest of the story because who cares? But. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, so, so there's a lot of theory with catfish. Have you heard this New England's very popular thing? Like, people suggest how catfish got from the lake to lake in the whole shore. And they may have heard the stories. Yes. What have you heard? Fish picked it, or a bird picked it up and dropped it. Yeah, well, what they're saying is they stick to ducks' feet. The eggs stick to ducks' yeah. feet and they fly around the state. Completely false. There's been all kinds of scientific studies done where it just doesn't work. Science. They've actually ch- taken real duck feet and bird feet and put them in gel masses of catfish and they've measured how many eggs stick to feet. Did they give them to Hugo to eat afterwards? Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah, fish row. Waste not, want not, (laughs) friends. So, anyway, never happened. Uh, But I can imagine them being dropped by birds, but it seems unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's our first fish in the news. I would would go more with the flood, you know, big flood. 
yeah. catfish left in pond. I would say that's easier. Yeah. That makes more sense. And plus catfish. I have a little brain, so. On a rainy diet, catfish <laughs> can, can live on the water for a pretty long time and find their way around. All right, from the, uh, this is from Asia. From the Asahi Shimbum. Say that again. Asahi. He Asahi. said Shimbum. Shimbum. He said bum. I did. <laughs> I did. So this is uh, a fisherman battling cancer. This is a really cancer story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's that time of it's year. fitting, yeah. yeah. Where do you come up with this stuff? I use my Google. Google machine. Google. The Google. I Google it. A fisherman battling cancer has gained a new zest for life uh, through his friendship with a stray beluga whale. Now, you spend a lot of time at sea, Sean. Yeah, I don't have friends. I want a beluga. (laughs) No. Uh, They're not real friendly at 2 in the morning when they're rubbing their back on the keel. The whole boat's rocking and you're trying to figure out why we're... A beluga whale? I don't even know. It's probably not a beluga, but it's a whale. Have you seen Finding Dory? No. No, No, a beluga whale is a whale that that helps find little fish. And it goes, hello. <laughs> I learned how to speak whale when I went to Disney last time. Did you? Yeah. It's a perfect place to learn it. Yeah, it's great. So in return, <laughs> uh, this has prompted him to seek a coordinated effort here to guarantee a safe habitat for the animal. Uh, when Yoshi Ishigaki set sail on a recent day, <laughs> it's just his it's name. Him. I lived in Japan. You want me to read it? Please. No. <laughs> how would I say that? Because I don't. I've never been anywhere. I don't know. I don't have the paper in front of me. Yeah. You got it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he a... saw a white silhouette of a beluga approaching his ship at full speed. The man will swim under the ship to pop its head out of the water at the other side. Uh, when I'm working, the beluga always comes for me to play, and he's a scallop farmer. The scallop farmer? Really a fisherman, is he? Well, well, they call them all fishermen, don't they? Yeah, call them. It's yeah. a shellfish. Now, um, you know a lot about sea life. Okay. Do you think do you think the beluga really was his friend and making that kind of connection at that level, or do you think there's something else tracking the beluga to hang out with? No, him? I don't know. I don't know. Them whales are pretty smart. They're yeah. mammals. I mean, they're, That's they they are smart. That's true. So when I'm working, the beluga always comes to play. Beluga or white whale inhabits the oceans of the Arctic in herds, <clears> but <throat> the one at Lake Notoro, a young female, apparently strayed into. Did the he lake. say? Did you say lake? It says lake. That's what I'm reading here. Apparently strayed into the lake after being separated from her group. And became friends. Uh, lake Nurtoro is a saltwater lake connected to the Sea of Okutsk. Okutska? Thank you. Farther north. Experts say it's extremely rare for a wild beluga to become attached to people. So the beluga is listed near threatened, uh, blah, blah, blah. And young, so that's it. That's the whole story. Okay. He made friends with it and he's using it. I don't see the cancer connection here at all. No. I kind of missed that. I did too. Uh, anyway. It's a little cool story. Funny as I thought. You're nice to yeah. hang out with a beluga. <laughs> I'm just hang out with my pet whale. Hello. <laughs> back to back to our project raising money for raising money for uh, the National Cancer Foundation. How much money do you think we can raise through this this month? What do you think our goal should be? I got a dime. I got about twelve cents. Ten too, so cents. We're at twenty-two cents. Ten cents. Well, time of year. I mean, I think I think a reasonable goal would be. You know, thousand dollars. bucks. Yeah, I, how much? Twenty five hundred. Yeah. Twenty five. Okay, I put a thousand as the goal. I then... think I think both of those are good good ballparks. We yeah. have we have enough of a fan base and you know friends in we the. We hit a uh, we hit a thousand bucks. I'll throw in industry. I'll throw in two sweatshirts, boat sweatshirts. That's a good deal. Hit a thousand right. bucks. I'll throw in two bet, boat sweatshirts. We hit twenty five hundred bucks. I'll throw in a jacket. Ooh. Whoa! Ooh. We're talking. Okay, we're talking big time now. One Oops. of them. One of those. Stormer. Stormer. Oh, I, I've heard nothing but good about Stormer jackets. Mm. 
2500 bucks. We hit 2500 bucks. Everybody gets entered to win a Stormer jacket. Perfect, perfect. And so that's go to the Fish Nerds Facebook page, click on the events link, and you can find all the information right there. Uh, I think uh, maintunafishing.com will also have it up on there. Yes. Page as well. So this is where you guys have to read a little bit with me. Read? Yeah, we're going to close this out. Sean doesn't read. So are we read to you? Then you read Can you read it to me? <laughs> yeah. I do. So that's <laughs> it. You've listened to a few fish nerds when you could have been fishing. Lindsay, you're going to read this line right here. We'd like to thank our families for supporting us while we podcast. Go on fishing quests and do all sorts of silly things that fish nerds do. <laughs> if you would like to support fish nerds, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com and search for fish nerds and help us crowdfund this podcast. Clay. Clay says special thanks to Lindsay and Captain Sean from MainTunaFishing.com. And then I'm supposed to say, until next time, follow the code of the fish nerds. Spawn early, often, and well, give free is, mammograms. That is a really good code. <laughs> yeah, spawn early and often. Uh, four feet inches of string attached. It's from against the current. Will <laughs> 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 we get 15 minutes? We get 19 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>